It has been so long since we did a podcast that in the last one that was unavailable, we talked about glitter butts. That was is, the last podcast? That was a Halloween thing. Glitter I, butts. I was hoping that that would never get brought up again. It was glitter butt season the last time we talked. Now we're all the way to reindeer boob season. Is it reindeer boobs? Have you seen reindeer boobs? Or is it like glitter balls? <laughs> like little jingle jingle balls? D- jingle balls. Made of what? Jingles. Um, and the reindeer boob is really like taken off all across the internet this year. How? You're and lying. It How has. Is that a thing? It's What's a reindeer everywhere. boob? How does that it's work? It's where someone has like a Christmas sweater and then they cut like their boob out of the sweater. Yeah. And then they put a nipple pasty on the nipple that looks like a little uh, red near, red nosed reindeer, Rudolph nose. And they put googly eyes on it and they decorate it with like a, a antlers. Okay. It's very, it's along the same vein as glitter butts, except it's for this is a holiday season. Wow. You haven't seen it? I haven't seen it. Where do you find this? It's all over the place. Oh, just plug man. into the Matrix, kid. I forgot to. I really am missing out. It's where everything Damn is. Damn it. your boobs. I can't believe you haven't seen it. No, I haven't. Well, it's really nice to be back together again. It is. Um, it has been, what, months? Months. Months. Um, and now it's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're about to take another break. Because I have a week off next week, so. And then I have a week off after that. Yeah, so this is the the, the last one probably of the of the year. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, at least oh we can go gosh. out with one podcast by the end of the year. But <sighs> next year, next year, so starting January, things will kind of get back to normal. I hope. Unless you have a whole bunch of vacation days ready to go here. I'll have, yeah, it'll be a whole new year. I'll have a whole other month of vacation to sparse out. Yeah. <laughs> we actually don't work ever. We just take vacation. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's all right. Um, this week on the podcast, so there was a... What happened? There was a lot of uh, you playing duck sound effects. <laughs> Me getting angry at that. Yeah. The duck. The silly things like that gives me such a chuckle. Oh, yeah, it's really funny. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed it. That's right. Um, I'm uh, settling into my new role of finding things that make me chuckle <laughs> on the show, and then I'm laughing away over here. You're trying to deal with all the, like, comings and goings of the show, the, all the, like, technical things that you need to produce and do over there. Right. I'm just having a chuckle over here. I think that makes sense. That makes yeah, sense for me. That's good. Um... <laughs> What else happened? What else is happening? Oh, what did you want to yell about to- today that you didn't yell about? Um, something about a leg. About a leg? Yeah, the legs. What legs? The hedgehog legs. You keep asking me if I want to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't really care that much. Well, because you asked me ten times to ap- talk about it, and then yeah. I never let you talk about it. So talk about it now, son. The, the Sonic the Hedgehog legs are way too sexy. Okay, they're making a Sonic the Hedgehog movie <laughs> on Vancouver Island. They released like a teaser poster, and you can't really clearly see what Sonic looks like, except you know one thing, his legs are very sexy. Okay, I looked at them. He does have very sexy legs. But what's weird about him is that they look human. Yeah. They have, like, he has human legs, yeah. but he is a hedgehog still. And like normal human runners, like is a human at the bottom half. But has a big, gigantic head. <laughs> yeah. Um, one great thing that I saw was, you know, Gritty, that ridiculous mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers? Oh, yeah? Does he got nice legs, too? His face, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> His face uh, superimposed over Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, 
That's a movie that I would watch. That's fun. But I was thinking about it. It makes sense that the legs are like that if he's running all the time. You know, that guy's so fast. He would have these muscular legs like that. Well, but there's something about uh, supernaturally fast things Mm -hmm. or whatever that they don't have to actually be that way. Okay. For instance, Mm -hmm. let me posit this to you, Jenny West. Is Superman really strong because he has big muscles? No, you're right. Right? He's like, like he's muscular, but like not those muscles wouldn't produce that much strength. It's exactly. The power. It's the power within. It's the power within. It's the, like right. his supermanly power that he gets from the sun, the the earth's yellow sun. Yeah. So Superman could look like me, okay? Or you. You know, mm-hmm. both of us are kind of doughy. Just, just kind of Squishy. Yeah, there's like yeah. there's muscle in there, but we're yeah. all we're just kind of squishy and the doughy. Yeah. Right? But then but then we could go out into the world with Superman powers and lift a whole oil rig. Right? right. That's more believable even in some That's true. You're rather right. than just like he's really buff. You're like, that's obviously weird. he has super strength. Have you seen the size of his biceps? So similarly to Sonic the Hedgehog, why does he have to have sexy legs just because he runs fast? I think it's just to add sex appeal into Sonic the Hedgehog. That's what they were missing. Oh, you think that that's gonna that's, get like a bunch of people? It's gonna be a like... sexy hot movie. Right. The people They're like, gonna crank it up to rated R. Why am I so horny like, oh, right now? Shit, oh that's, no, that's a hot hedgehog. I need to go and <gasps> sit in the theater, dark theater, oh, and watch a head blue hedgehog. Speaking of hot hedgehogs, who is the who is your cartoon as you were growing up that you had a crush on? Oh, that's a great question because I'm sure I was. Ooh, oh, obvious. April O'Neil. April O'Neil from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, can yeah. we let me get a photo of her? She was, and she wore this like yellow jumpsuit, which isn't in and of itself like traditionally sexy at all. But God, boof! And I remember what was a really, a hey, uh, why are you laughing? What was it like a like a really turning point for me in my sexuality as a young <laughs> child? What really switched me on was there's this episode where her, like, feet are getting tickled in the Ninja Turtles. And for some reason that, I remember as a child, it might have been my first arousal ever. Okay. And, that's t- and like, I'm really lucky to this day I don't have a foot fetish, but I probably should considering that is uh, such a pinnacle for me. Why? Why are you okay, laughing so I'm much? laughing so hard because I just Google searched April O'Neil and it was, like, American pornographic actress. Oh, boy. And what you were describing to me, like, tickling toes and stuff, Seriously sounded like a porno. <laughs> a, yeah, I can see why you have a crush on her. She's hot. Oh, no. American. Oh, uh, this Wait. is a woman who is. <laughs> okay, here's the actual cartoon of her. Makes sense. This woman is trying to appeal to me and every other boy who grew up with the Ninja Turtles cartoon by cashing in on that. That's ridiculous. Okay, there are no actual cartoon photos of her and just. The porn photos of her online. That's awful. I can't see what the actual cartoon looks like back in the day. What? Okay, that's messed up. This is the world that we're living in. I found one picture of her as a cartoon, but it has been sexed up. I swear to God, she wore a she wore a jumpsuit. Her jumpsuit was never this low cut. This is wow, outrageous. That is crazy. You can't even find it online. <laughs> oh my God. So the I guess original. you weren't alone with that thought. Okay. Gee, Louis. So what about you then? Well, who was your uh, awakening? Uh, was it a cartoon as oh, well? Oh, it was a cartoon for sure. Um, okay, Teenage Simba. <laughs> what? It's a lion. <laughs> Not only was it a cartoon, it was an animal. 
Why? What about Teenage Simba? Teenage Simba when he sings, it means no worries. And then he like goes across and he prances across that freaking log. Yes. Oh, wee. I'm like, I'm hot. I'm bothered, you know? Actually. Oh my God, he was so hot. Okay, there are so many people. If I type in Teenage Simba online, let's see how many porns come up. <laughs> you have to write in Teenage Simba porns. With a Z. Teenage Simba, no porns. See, this is the kind of world we're living in. <laughs> is this just so Teenage Simba like no, voiced by Jonathan get... Taylor Thomas? I don't know. I don't know. It's the cartoon. Dude. Oh, oh his my hair God. is so dreamy, too. How it just like frames his face so perfectly in his little smile. Oh, God. Do not Google that. Do not. I'm not. I have. Oh, it's... my gosh. Oh, You're no. Flagged. We're on work computers right now. Oh, my God. This is horrible. The other one was TJ Detweiler from Recess. Really? Oh, my gosh. What's happening? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was cool. I liked his little freckles. I thought he was chill. He was understanding. Yeah. Um, very nice. No, Again, no porns come up when I do that. But if you typed, uh, typed in TJ Detweiler porns. Oh, Absolutely, you'd get oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There's, you can't be alone in that Trust crush. me, I actually know that I know that there is some out there. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> all right. Well, well good. Good. We've, we've all been apart for a while, while, and now we're back together. Now we know a lot about each other. A little, maybe a little bit too much. I was going to be Teenage December for Halloween next year, but now I feel like that would be inappropriate. That's a bad idea. <laughs> you should not do that. Okay, great. Like, really anatomically correct Teenage Simba. Oh, but yeah. no, I'm not going to. No, that's not a good idea. Anyway, enjoy the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Paul! What? You're in the room with me! Yeah! <laughs> We're together we again! You. I'm a, such a different person than a month and a half ago. Is the last that right? time we spoke, yes. What's changed? Um, I guess I trimmed my neck beard. Oh, nicely. Wow. Look at that. It's trimmed. Wow, it's very nice. Trimmed it, yes. That's, it's a big change for yeah, you, Paul. That's it, spiritually. Um, I wrote you a poem because I missed you so much. <laughs> Let me hear it. Yeah, okay. It's a, it goes like this. I'm so happy we're together again. <laughs> Feels like I have been without a friend. Nice, right? Yeah. I've missed your white t-shirts and sound effects. <laughs> one of them. Um, I've missed not knowing what's going to come next. Uh, like that time you ditched out and gave out popsicles, or when you asked me to rub loche on your tattooed ankles. Hmm. I definitely missed your constant yelling and your sometimes too graphic storytelling. <laughs> but now that's all back, and it's staying faux show. Zone afternoons with Jenny and Paulina Blastino. Wow. There you go. <laughs> I'm heartwarmed by it. Yeah. And uh, just for the record, I ask you to rub the roche, loche, rub the loche yep. on my upper thigh. Right. But I guess that it didn't, didn't rhyme, rhyme right. with okay. popsicle, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what matters. And also, I don't think people want to know that. Right. That is such a beautiful thing that you've done for me, Jenny. Thank you for I'm, the poem. I'm happy we're back together. Me too. So the shortlist for the Times Person of the Year has come out. Uh, yeah, I think there's uh, 10, 10 people on the list right now, and the the winner will be announced tomorrow. Or uh, Yeah, not winner. I don't know if it's a winner because it is both. It could be a negative thing that happened in this year, right. or it could be positive stories surrounded by that person. So starting it off, uh, President Donald Trump is on the shortlist. Of course. 
uh, separated families, so the families affected by separation at the U.S. border. Uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin, Special Counsel Robert Mueller, who is investigating Russian interference in the 2016 United States elections. Of course. Uh, South Korean President Moon, ja- uh, Moon Jae-in, uh, Meghan Markle, who, of course, married Britain's Prince Harry. Big whoop. <laughs> I know. Uh, March for Our Lives activists, so the victims of the gun violence. Oh, and yes. Looking towards that. Yeah. Uh, Washington Post journalist uh, Jamal Khashoggi, a Saudi Arabian journalist who was assassinated. And then Black Panther director Ryan Coogler is also on the list. Mm. And then uh, Christine Blasey Ford, who had the emotional testimony about sexual assault allegations against Brett Kavanaugh, which was a huge court case. I like that they uh, they put out the short list because now we can fight about it. Yeah. Like, who we should have, be? We only have like one day, though. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. it. Until tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to like say who I think it maybe should be because mm-hmm. I think... When you read those off to me, my initial reaction was like, probably should be Dr. Ford. Mm-hmm. Or that kind of struck me as like, because that was a massive, massive story. And as well, that, those proceedings had like such like wide-ranging uh, implications over all of culture and also kind of reflected what was going on in a big way in this mm-hmm. year. Definitely. Which ones are kind of causing the most change in society are the ones that I'm really looking at. Yeah, but those, but those gun violence at protesters, yeah. said, well, that's a pretty big one. It's powerful. Those young kids coming yeah. in front of everyone and making this huge movement around it because of their own personal experiences, that's pretty heavy. The families at the border as well. Ugh, if I was a betting man, and mm-hmm. I am, I don't know who I would put money on in this case. Yeah. Um, it's a tough one. This is a tough and then one. a lot of people are just avoiding politics in general and just like, Meghan Markle, because it's big news. It was very wholesome. It was very happy. And this was like a good part of uh, the year that we all looked forward to. That to me is like, come on. Yeah. Guys, you get married? How many other people just got married? <laughs> and you know what? All their husbands are princes in their own eyes oh, as well. There you go. So leave them alone. Uh, we were talking about uh, the person of the year for Time Magazine yesterday. The nominee is a short list. Um, mm-hmm. On that list was, of course, uh, President Donald Trump. I should mention, too, that the list included things that didn't have to be bad or good. It was mm-hmm. just ones that kind of made the most waves this year. Yep. Um, Russian President Vladimir Putin was on there. Uh, Christine Black. Lazzie Ford was on there, Meghan Markle, the March for Our Lives activists as well. And today they announced the uh, they announced the title of Person of the Year and it went to uh, the Guardians and the War on Truth. So that is representing um, the journalists who have kind of been sacrificing their lives mm. to get the truth to the public. And some of the most prominent stories that we heard this year was Jamal Khashoggi, who uh, was a prominent Saudi uh, journalist who was killed doing his job. Uh, The Capital Gazette, uh, where five people were shot and killed at work. Mm -hmm. As well, uh, Maria Ressa, who is the editor of the Philippine News website, uh, Rappler, who was indicted for her critical coverage of the presidents of uh, the Philippines, controversially violent policies, as Mm -hmm. well as... Uh, the Reuters uh, journalist captured in Myanmar while investigating the massacre of uh, Rohingya Muslims. And I think, like, I mean, journalists have forever been sacrificing their lives to get the truth out. But I think this year, more than ever, there has been a lot of just terrible and tragic stories. Yeah. Um, It was interesting. I was reading something that said that Time, you know, picked this group of people in a way to to kind of, like, it's it's a big thing to say about uh, Trump. It kind of is like naming him without naming him, mm-hmm. you know, for what he's done. 
<clears throat> not just him either, like, but these other people, these the presidents of the Philippines. The power and, people. Right, this mm-hmm. Saudi crown prince. You know, these people who are doing this war on truth right now, who are trying to um, like shut down these journalists and shut down these news organizations that are critical of them. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. It's something I think about a lot, you know, as like uh, as a as a great uh, consumer of media. Oh, yeah. As much as I am. Right. And we were talking earlier today, even here in Victoria, you know, this thing with the Christmas decorations um, and how like you saw some like websites and Facebook pages and everything go hard uh, trying to like rile people up. Mm-hmm. and uh, get you mad about something that was nothing. That's what they chose to focus on in what was an 800-page budget that came out from the city, but they want to focus on, like, these want, people want to take away Christmas decorations from you. Right. So it's so important right now when there is so much garbage media, yes. so much clickbait trash that's trying to get you mad about things for no reason other than to attract your eyeballs, to get your clicks, to sell you things. Versus there are these journalists in the world now named, you know, magazines, a time person of the year mm-hmm. that are really sacrificing, as you say, their lives, their livelihoods, their freedoms to bring you actual truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an important thing right now you should think about as you're consuming media. What, what a smell you've done to me here now. Oh, uh, well, it smelled like burning in the studio. So I took out some perfume and put it on me and now I smell good. It's overpowering. And by the way, when something smells like burning, the reaction should not be like, oh, I need to cover this up with a chemical. <laughs> it should be like, let's find out what's on fire. If something's on fire in here, let's figure that out and deal with it. I don't think anything's on fire. I think it's fine. What is we'll you, find out. I am interested, though. It wasn't like a... Like a spritzing perfume. No. It was like a roll-upon perfume. A roll-upon, yes. Is that a popular thing nowadays? It I've is. I've got a couple of the sage roll-upons. Oh. Like I've got the like peppermint halo and things. Well, I'll tell you about it. Nice. Yeah. Um, it's a local company called Pico. I know it. Pico Collective? Yep, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, they have this scent called Honey Tobacco. It's delicious smelling. It's, it's doesn't, lovely. It doesn't smell like tobacco, but it smells kind of like more like rough, which I like. Well, as a tobacco smoker, though, I smell mm. a little bit of that. Yeah? Yeah, a little bit. Like nice tobacco. I smoke mm-hmm. a pipe, right? So like I get it. I get the little the, fresh tobacco. The freshy tobacco smell to it, too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in a little tiny bit, it's lovely, but you have done a, such a roll upon <laughs> now your entire body. I'm overpowered. All I could right. open a window. I'm trying to, like, gather my thoughts about this whole uh, counselor, Ben Isaac, to Christmas, the thing that's going on. Oh, yeah. Did yes. you read about this? Mm-hmm. And he put out a statement today about, like, you guys, just relax, please. Like, if this is what I meant. And mm-hmm. it's, it's like, it's so wild what the media runs with. And that's kind of what he's blaming it on, too. Yeah. You know, it's like, he just, he says a very reasonable thing. Uh, hey, we're spending a lot of money on Christmas decorations. Mm. We can probably just get some old ones out of the crawl space. Just kidding. That's a joke that I'm <laughs> But he's like, we're spending a lot on Christmas decorations. Maybe mm. we can spend a little bit less. We'll have a little bit more for the pool. We got to find money all over this budget for the pool. Maybe a little bit less Christmas decorations. Oh, and you know, while we're at it as well, what would be nice as long as we're looking at our Christmas decorations is, can we be more inclusive? Oh, that's a great idea, I think. What about that, you know, mm-hmm. is like uh, so offensive and horrible to people like, I celebrate Christmas every year. You know I do. I love mm-hmm. and adore Christmas. My yeah. favorite holiday. Love, love, love. Grew up with it. Nothing about that says that some jack-booted thugs are going <laughs> to kick down my door and knock over all the figurines of my nativity stands. No, say Christmas is canceled this and, year, everybody. Right? Yeah. Why do we get so upset? Mm. Why do people get upset when he says, like, hey, also, uh, we can put up a menorah? Or, hey, also, uh, do we need to be spending this much money on 
Christmas decorations. Yeah, well, I think we could do both. I think Christmas is like... Well, Victoria in particular is really great with decorations and making this city beautiful this time of year. But it, it doesn't have to be surrounded by Christmas all the time. It could be around just the holiday season in general. Yeah. Um, and I, I say go for it if it just means that we're being more inclusive. Why not? And saving money at the same time Absolutely. for a new pool. I mean, like, this is, all just makes sense. But everyone's just like, the politically correct culture. Like, I watched one of those videos today, too, where a guy is mad at me for, mm. right? for wanting to save a bit of money on Christmas decorations. Mm-hmm. What? Come on. Don't make this into a thing. Yeah. Good thoughts, Paul. Thanks. Paul, you wanted to yell about Christmas sweaters. So funny. On my way down here, I literally yeah. just saw a dude who we work with who is the classic guy who would be like, I'm wearing a wackity smack back wackadoodle wackawacky Christmas sweater. Check it out, everyone. <laughs> Wacky smackadoodle. Here's my personality right blazing on my body. Right? Like he's that kind of guy for sure. And it's so funny because just this morning I saw this amazing tweet. Listen to Mm -hmm. this. If your ugly sweater was designed to be an ugly sweater, then it doesn't actually count as an ugly sweater. Mm. The true spirit of ugly sweaters is that they were designed in earnest and in the shifting sands of time and fashion eroded them to their present ugliness. I think that's, yeah, that's spot on. Well, if I think about an ugly sweater, I think the truest ugly sweater is one that like, you know, your grandma spent a long time on and right. she knit it for you right. and you have to wear it in order to respect your grandma every yes. Christmas. So yes. every family gathering, you better put on one of her sweaters and you better rock it and pretend you like it. Right. But it's not one that you went and bought at Spencer's Gifts no. with the stoop, with the, like the classic tinsel, tinsel-y pattern thing. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. one that your grandmother thought she looked at the thing of yarn and she was like, Vomit green. That's what my grandson should wear. Always. I'm going to wear it for him. Same with like, uh, look, this is not the only thing that's been unkind to Bill Cosby's legacy, but Um, Bill Cosby wore those sweaters. Yeah. He thought he was being fashionable. Mm -mm. Now it's like you wear one of those things. You're like, it's like hilarious that that thing is so ugly and that's something that Bill Cosby would wear. Okay. That's an ugly sweater. But again, you can't just go down to the local novelty kitsch store in the mall Mm -hmm. and pick up one of these things that has a bunch of reindeer on it. Paul, you were saying that you had some good news. Good news, everyone. Yeah, the romaine lettuce was back in my favorite salad bar today. (gasps) I know. First day back. I went straight after it and I did an Mm -hmm. Instagram post about it. So excited. You said, too, you missed romaine. I did miss romaine. That's my favorite kind of salad is Caesar salad. And having it with kale or whatever Mm -hmm. other kind is just not the same. My girl... Mm-hmm. at the salad bar it was just like uh, I was telling her god I really miss romaine you know and she was like try this kale slaw and I said please don't talk to me anymore oh my gosh you're so mean yeah well kale slaw is so mean for existing yeah, in my not, life but yeah no I mean this whole romaine shortage uh, really showed us how valuable romaine really is if you enjoy salads yeah all the other ones spinach iceberg kale <laughs> none of like them kale. none of them come close they're not as leafy it's not as rich not as tasty, doesn't hold the dressing as well. Everything else is garbage. From now on, all I'm eating is romaine. So there's no more E. coli on romaine. That's what they're saying. The You're just crossing. crossed. How are you feeling today? Yeah, good. I'm. Uh, good. I was a guinea pig. Oh, I mean, the, <laughs> I'm not supposed to say guinea pig anymore. <laughs> I was a, a, the, a test tube. I was, that the, was the, the test pig, okay. the guinea tester. You don't say guinea. Go right. Don't stop. I ate the romaine lettuce, and I'll let you know how I do. All right. Sounds good. I was reading a story. To- <laughs> what? 
I was reading a story today about a guy who found a Christmas present from the past. He found uh, it? Yeah, but that it hadn't been opened yet. And apparently it dated back like 48 years prior. And he remembers receiving it. And it, he got it from a girlfriend who dumped him that day. Oh. So he just kind of put it aside because he was really upset and then found it again 48 years later. Right. So he decided to make like a thing of it, okay? So he ended up um, trying to find the ex-girlfriend and see what she was up to and see if she wanted to open it with him. He has a wife now and everything. Um, So he was able to track her down, get her involved, and then get the news involved. He also wrote a book about finding this uh, Christmas present like years and years and years later. I know, he makes a big thing of it. And uh, on the news, he decides to open it with her there. Now, it's kind of like a shape of like, it's like maybe four inches wide, uh-huh. probably like 12 inches high. Okay. It kind of looks like a book. <clears throat> yeah. Um, do you have any guesses of what was in it? 48 years ago. Yeah. Kind of shaped like a book. <laughs> probably. Likely a book. <laughs> I, I hope that... It is a book. I would like that's kind of a neat time capsule thing. In 1970, the uh, popular books at the time were like ones that came out were uh, Jonathan Livingston Siegel by uh, Richard Bach. Okay. Uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox by oh, Roald Dahl. Oh, good one. Yeah. Okay. Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret by oh, Judy Bloom was nice. released in 1970, right? There's a bunch of like pretty good books. I'm going to hope it's that because if it's not that, there's no I DVDs would- were invented. A book would be a pleasant gift. What would a girlfriend give to a boyfriend in 1970 other than a book? Or, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that would be so anticlimactic if it was a book. After all that, getting the news involved, getting radios involved, getting her involved now, and now she's a part of the life, writing a book about it and everything. But what else would, like, a young person give to another young person in 1970? Yeah, you're right. You're right. And guess what it was? Okay, what was it? A book. What book was it? It was called Love Is, and it was a poem book. Okay. <laughs> Aren't you, like, severely disappointed yes, about that? I yeah. am, of course, because nothing would be good. <laughs> Whatever it was, there's no way that anything that would have been inside of there would have been good. Or, like, a cool vintage Archie comic or something like that. That would have been sweet, but no, it was a book. Big whoop. You know what I was thinking about? Oh, man, I heard two Christmas songs in a row today mm-hmm. that were, like, not Christmas songs. They were just, it is it is snow songs. Oh, yeah. Right? Just so I many like of that. the songs that just get lumped in with the Christmas stuff is just like, it is snow, and that's it. Right? It's like, <laughs> there is snow outside, and then everyone is just like, Christmas. Oh, I think that counts as a Christmas song. I, I know that it does, except for that in this part of the world it Almost never snows. I thought about That's that true. two in a row as I'm driving, and it was like, is, there's not a flake to be seen anywhere in the forecast. Yeah, and I'm not sure we're even going to get snow this year. I know. Like, why mm-hmm. do we do that in, in this part of the world still, right? It's like, like well, you might as well write a song about, like, it's raining. The ground is dirty, and there are still leaves visible. <laughs> Old Saint Nick. <laughs> right? Like. It's rather mild outside. I put on my jacket because it might rain. Totally new trees without any leaves. Depresses me around the holidays. Bobba-de-boop. It's dark. It's dark outside. And in my soul right now. Buy some gifts at the store. <laughs> and where are your galoshes? Ribbity-bop. So are we doing weather right now? 
I thought so. Well, that's your weather forecast. Hey, what's up? Hey, what up? So do you go and uh, look at lights at Christmas time? Oh, I... Have you done that thing? I haven't done that in a long time, but I used to every year. As a family, we would get in our PJs, mm, yes. all pile into the van, hot get chocolates. some hot chocolate, mm-hmm. and then go and look at lights. Same. Yeah. Love that. Mm-hmm. Last year, I did it and with the uh, help of the newspaper, right? The newspaper puts out the list. Here's where to go and see all the lights. Right. Okay. I was so mad last oh. year. I went to so many of the houses because it's a... It's massive, massive list. There's about over 100 houses on this list on the newspaper, right? Yeah. Most of them were terrible. No. I literally, I was like, this is kind of disappointing this year. Until I got to this one house where there was legitimately one string of lights across the house. Okay. I was like, why are you publishing this? Right. So I was so upset. Mm-hmm. I was about to give up on this whole endeavor until this year I saw the newspaper a few days ago put out their call. Hey, let us know if you've got Christmas lights up this year. Do they have rules this time that it must be more than five strings of lights? Or mm-hmm. What they did, I noticed, because I was going to like call them out and be like, you all got to send a reporter <laughs> oh out gosh, there. Newspaper, so say, vet these. You can't just let people like, write in and be like, yes, I've got Christmas lights up. And then you put that in the newspaper and then I waste my time driving all over God's half acre oh, okay. just to get some one string of lights. Okay, so I was like, you better get out there and vet these lights. Oh. What they've done this year, though, thankfully is they've encouraged you to send a picture of your lights. Oh, that's... And hopefully, right, they'll mm-hmm. look at them and be like, okay, we're not we're not putting this in the paper, two strings up. Mm-hmm. We're only going to put in the paper the big, wonderful displays. That is good. So if you are planning on going to see these lights, you'll actually get a little display this time and not just one string. I will, should say. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't believe the people who would do that, who would write into the newspaper. That's all I put on my house, Jen, is like a one string. You would never write in. Well, what kind of arrogance is that? <laughs> it's unbelievable. So I hope that th- this year, the list of lighted houses in the newspaper, like 10 houses. Okay. And they're all incredible. And I'll drive to those 10 houses. That'll be my night. Ooh and awe at every single one and go to bed with sugar plums dancing in my brain. So I know that like discussing whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie, that's a busted topic. That's yeah, yeah. We've done that for years, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm more enlightened. I'm the uh, meme picture with like the enlightenment beams shooting out of my brain, right? And they're okay. glowing, okay? Because I think if you love Die Hard as a Christmas movie, then enjoy it as a Christmas movie. Same with Batman Returns. Same with Home Alone. Yeah. Right? You just, you found that thing today that said Home Alone is, or Die Hard is just Home Alone for adults. That's right. It blew my mind. We were talking the other day that you, for some reason in your own brain, the Harry Potter movies are Christmas movies to you. They're Christmas movies to me. There's like one minute in those movies where they're like, happy Christmas, Harry. Yeah, that's all I need. That makes it a Christmas movie? That's all I need. Yeah, also because I think it's so magical, like Christmas. You know, I want to watch magical things this time of year. Things that'll like put my imagination in like a cool place. I know some people feel the same way about Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, whether that's because they got like a bunch of time off of work so they can marathon the extended editions, which is like 10 hours worth of movie. Yeah. Or that's because they include elves and Gandalf looks like low carb Santa. <laughs> that's true. Right? That's very true. That whatever, is a very Christmassy movie. Whatever makes you feel Christmassy, just watch mm-hmm. it and, and don't argue about it. A quick look at your Victoria weather right now brought to you by Mr. Lube. Wind warning is in effect. Do you want some audio? Yeah. What is that? Shut it, shut it. I don't know. I don't know what I'm watching. What? That was 
Not the wind warning. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I got 11 minutes of, oh, there it is. of dank dog memes going on in my, in my background. <laughs> Whoopsers. Be that a warning to you all. <laughs> Um, we all know about that, like, meme that was going around with, like, Toto and Africa and how it kind of revived itself this year. And then Weezer ended up doing a cover of Toto, um, Africa. And uh, then that meme kind of, like, fizzled out and died out. We haven't heard totally. about it in the last few months. Yeah. But you just came across something. I don't understand who thinks this was a good idea. For what reason? But someone thought that Pitbull, do you know Pitbull? They're like, I know you won't me, that guy. Oh, yeah. And, it's just, uh, like, featured in every Top 40 song. Yeah. Like in the early 2000s? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like if you go to a dance club and they don't really know what's cool, so they just play music from 10 years ago. Right. They, that's what Pitbull's in every, <laughs> featured in every single song. Someone thought that Pitbull should cover Africa by Toto for the Aquaman soundtrack. No. Why? Who thought this was cool and this would sell tickets to this movie? Listen to this. Gar. They're going to have to deal with me. Overlooked, stepped on, stepped on, left for dead, always against all eyes like Poxy. Oh, so he's going to do a rap version, a little rap verse first. Like first. Right? No, okay, I'm just going to turn that. For what reason? So sad about that. <sighs> yeah, oh, I know. So much disappointment. <laughs> Uh, the Vic PD traffic just had a pretty great tweet. Uh, they just said, it's not Christmas time until we get our first report of road rage between <laughs> two drivers in a mall parking lot. <laughs> pretty good. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Um, I actually had my own case of uh, the road rage the other day. I wasn't involved. I was kind of involved because it was at me. What happened? Um, but I feel like every day I'm kind of like playing a real game of like live Frogger. I don't know what it is, but people really like to just walk into traffic when there's no walking sign or anything like that. So I was turning right and I see this guy and I'm like, oh, he's not looking and he's just going to start walking in front of me. Okay, so I'm going to slow right down. So I stopped just in case he started to make a run. And then he ended up walking and then realized that I was right in front of him, took off his hat and started hitting my car. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And he just jaywalked. And didn't look before going on the road. What kind of hat was he wearing? Just like a brown baseball cap. Whoa. Yeah. Hmm. And then I, I rolled down my window and I was like, hey, man, are you okay? Like, what's going on? And then he just power walked away and you started engaged. yelling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to make sure he was okay. I mean, he wasn't looking and going into traffic. I mean, that's not very good, you know? That's brave of you, Jen. Because, like, what if he turned around and was just like, I'll give you more than a brown no, hat? What you got to do is you got you to gotta kind of respond with kindness, right? mellow it out a little bit because he was very yeah. angry and i was like yo man what's up that's what i always want to do as well i was in a bit of a kerfuffle today with this crazy traffic going on in front of our station Ooh. and yeah same thing like as you put it i was being mischievous you were i was scooting to a place that wasn't the most obvious place for me to go whatever whatever but i so i so i got a weird look from a lady in a car and i got another weird look from a dude who was out there working yeah and i wanted to i was seconds away from rolling my window down and being like, everyone cool? <laughs> right? You're right. I think that if you engage, because that's it, right? As humans, you're walking around, you read people's faces. Yeah. And that's why when you bump into someone, you recognize their face as being human being. And you're like, oops, sorry. Mm -hmm. But if something bumpy happens on the road, you don't see their face. You just see a windshield. Mm -hmm. So you need something to humanize yourself on the road. So that's what we all ought to do is roll the window down, stick your big dumb face out of it and be like, love y'all. We all good here? Sorry. I'm just going to scoot. <laughs> Just doing some scoot scoot. Sorry to be a weirdo, 
I'm just doing a scoop. We're good. Well, I think that right now it's a it's a very high stress time of the year. Everyone's a little bit, you know, on edge. They have a lot of things to get done in a short period of time. And if everyone could just react with kindness, I think uh, we won't have these road rage issues. Okay, so I'm going to bake shortbread cookies and bring them with me and hand them out on the road. There you go, Paul. Sorry, <laughs> I cut you off. Here's the shortbread. <laughs> one says i want to give a shout out to ducks because well ducks are awesome yeah do you want to give that sound effect that you found online there yes please there you go okay, okay. no no let it finish let it finish let it finish, let it finish. Wait, big, big finish how long that's, that's it. it oh that's very it. nice big finish we Brian? should add that to the hotkeys list. <laughs> the <whole> regular, <laughs> regular sound effect we use on the show. Yikes. Thanks for that one, Phil. Great shout out. Any uh, requests you're excited for? Today? The duck noise! No one's. <laughs> the duck noise. Is that. Does someone request that into the mixtape? Nope. Okay, I just good. think I did a good job by finding it. <laughs> <laughs> Pat yourself on the back, Paul. Good job. I always do. Always <laughs> So good, and. Uh, Oh, no, the dog noise happened. I'm never turning up your audio to your computer again. <laughs> that? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's been doing this to me all afternoon. I blame Anyways. film, the person who shouted out to ducks earlier, because that's what started all of this madness. I love you now, Phil. We are going to look at your weather. Not much to say other than just rain for the next week straight. Perfect for ducks! Perfect for ducks. I'm not turning on your audio. Ah, dang it. All right. Have a great night. Thanks for listening. Quack you later, dudes. <laughs> Thanks for joining the PJ party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 913. Or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast. And tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.